Welcome to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm your host, Heather Nichols, and I'm delighted you're here. Join me for conversations and inspirations for creating way more in every area of your life and living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm so delighted and excited to have here with me today, Miss Emily Russell, who is a um, certified facilitator in access consciousness. She's a joy business facilitator, a being you facilitator, and she's also the global kitten herder for access consciousness. (laughs) And just a wonderful, wonderful being and lady and friend and amazing person. So thanks for being here, Emily. Thank you, Heather. I'm so excited to chat with you because we're like, what, what topic can we talk about? And like, there's so much, but we had a really great conversation at a recent class we were at <laughs> about life being fair and yeah. our need to make things fair. And so you were like, can we talk about that? I was like, sure, let's do it. Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. And yeah, it is not. And that has been so. It, it's just funny this one of the things um, when this topic came up I remembered having I used to be a teacher in high school and um, when I was getting my master's for teaching I had this wonderful um, teacher and I remember he pulled me out one time of our class and he said just so you know you don't have to treat every kid equal or fair he's like we're so taught that everyone should be treated equally he's like but imagine you there might be a child in your class that really requires something different. If you thought that you had to treat every kid equally, it would be a disservice to all of those kids and not noticing what's different about them, what's unique about them, what's required. And so I took that into my teaching world, which was years ago, you know, and hadn't really thought about it since. And this topic came up in a conversation. um, I think I was talking with Dr. Dane here, one of the, you know, the co-founder of Access Consciousness. And we're talking about other things and I realized, oh my gosh, I have the point of view that basically that everyone should, if I can choose it, if if I can see that possibility, then it wouldn't be fair unless everyone else did. And I started to realize how much I've been limiting um, what I choose, what I'm willing to acknowledge that I see possible because I desire for other people to see that, but that desire for fairness limits so much. So much, <laughs> so much, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and this is like, um, this is like, it's it's interesting because I've I've been looking at this lately in my own life and in a lot of ways, and you know when we, it's funny because we when we when we desire something for, you know, like everybody else. Um, it's actually, we're actually being a superior asshole, you know, and, and that's something that I didn't get at all until I started playing with access consciousness. So it was like, you know, this whole thing of like, well, I want everybody to have what I know I can have and what I know they can have. And don't we all like, shouldn't we all desire it and ask for it and have it. And, but people don't necessarily desire what you desire, you know? And when you think that they should, it's like, totally invalidating their life and what they're doing. <laughs> totally. Which seems so strange. Like we talk a lot in excess about choice, right? Yeah. And 
um, this idea that choice creates everything and different people have different capacities for choice. And even when I first heard that, I was like, wait, but that's not fair. So can we all choose like if, if we chose, wouldn't we all be able to have the life we'd like to create? And in some ways that is true, but there, but we all have different points of view or things we're not willing to see or choose yet. And that's just, that's who we are. It's not wrong, right? It's not, if I'm being superior, if I think you should be able to choose and see everything I do, it's like, well, you're a different being than me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that actually, when you, when you were starting to talk, when we started, I was thinking about um, something that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, has said years ago that really, really struck me and about this fairness thing and about like, you know, people being different beings. And he was talking about how he treated his kids really, really differently when it comes to money. And, you know, like one of them, he would tend to give more money and like, just, you know, he didn't go into like all the specifics of it, but, um, and, and how the other one, you know, another one of his kids, like he wasn't that way with her because she was a different being and she had a different financial reality and a different receiving reality. And I remember hearing that and being like, whoa, cause my parents were so, they still are like, everything is equal. We like, we treat you the same in every way when it comes to money, like everything is equal, 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 because we don't want either one of our kids to think that we love you more than the other or less than the other, you know, but it's so interesting because it's a total invalidation of the being that is in front of you. If you're just like, if you come from the point of view of fairness. Yeah. And, and this analogy helped me so much because it, (laughs) When I was talking with Dane, he said, well, imagine you're in a forest, like the world is like our forest with all these trees. And a lot of the trees have like gold hanging on the lower branches. And you can see that gold and you're like, oh, okay, I will, I'm going to take that and receive that and that and that. He's like, there are going to be people, lots of people that don't even see it. And does like, and that fairness, like being like, well, I won't take it because other people can't see it. He's like, that fairness never creates greater and it actually creates less for everybody. Because, and I was like, wow. And, and I've had the point of view, well, if I shouldn't, it's not fair and you're, and then then it's not fair and that's okay. And literally I have it going through my head. It's not okay. It's not fair. And, and that is, sorry, that is okay that it's not fair because you choosing to see that gold and go, you know what, I'm going to pick that off the tree because it's available. It's a possibility that's there. If I can see it and choose it, me suffering and not choosing that doesn't help anyone else. Yeah. We have this strange, I mean, I've really had this thing of, well, then I shouldn't, if I see that I shouldn't choose it unless everyone else can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, if you look at that, it's like, you might see these, this gold on the tree, you know, I love that. It's such, such a beautiful image and somebody else may not see it, but they also are going to see something that you don't see. Yep. And that's the beauty of that, this perspective and this, this different way of looking at the world is like, what do we all see, like each one of us see as a possibility and a choice and something that we could have. And, you know, there are people that choose things that I wouldn't, I don't see as a choice that I could be making, but when I see them choosing it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I could choose that if I wanted to or not. 
yeah, feel like you're inspired by it. And that's yeah. when I realized the people that are looking for other possibilities and function that way are inspired by you choosing what doesn't look fair, you know, that you can have or you can choose, but it's an inspiration. I like when you go, oh, wow, that's possible. I didn't see that before. But that's when you start functioning from like no competition, no, you know, it's like, and you're actually happy and supportive of people of what they can choose. And not everybody functions like that. Yeah, truly. And so let's talk about the not everybody that functions like that, because that's the, you know, when you when you make choices that other people won't make, don't make, can't make, you know, and and they're well, and then they get inspired and then they do make those choices or whatever. That's a little bit easier. Right. But then there's the thing of like where people go, where people have also the point of view. Well, that's not fair. That's not fair. And then you judge for that. Yeah. 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 So how have you talk about how you've, how you've handled that? Like how you've, I mean, I know you already sort of have, but just for people that really like where that really, cause that's a big sticking point for a lot of people, you know, big sticking point. I mean, it has been for me and it's, it still comes up. It just, it keeps changing a bit, but it's so much that willingness to realize that there are going to be people that function that way. That's mm-hmm. and and what I think helped me a lot is realize that judgment actually that someone might have of you um, for having something in your life, like a great relationship, or ease with your kids, or you make more money than they do, or whatever they've decided <laughs> that you have. And when they go, well, sh- you know, she shouldn't have that. That's not fair. I'm going to judge you. I've realized that's that's not personal. And so much of what that judgment comes from is a judgment of themselves and what they're not willing to choose. Now, not that they're going to cognitively think that often, but for me, at least it helped me be like, you know what, that's actually not about me. That judgment has something with what's going on in their world. And they're not willing to choose. Why would I be limiting the possibilities in my life to make someone else feel better about themselves when they're going to have stuff come up Anyway, so partly it's just for me, that awareness helped me go, okay, but what do I actually want to create in my life? And the people that don't function that way, that kind of get excited, well, those are the leaders of the world that are going to choose something different. So why, why don't I keep choosing? And, you know, if it inspires other people, fantastic. And then I yeah. keep looking for who can I be inspired by, you know, what lights me up. And that's more of the world, you know, the people that judge or want to keep their lives small, that's probably going to stay the same unless they make some dramatically different choice. Yeah, totally. I, I always say like, you're going to get judged no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> so you may as well be rich and happy and <laughs> have easy every, like have a life of ease and joy yeah. and glory. And, you know, cause you'll be judged for that. But if you don't, if you shrink your life and diminish your choices and diminish your life, you're going to be judged for something, you know, anyway. Yeah. It's like, you can't escape that. You can't escape being judged, you know? So you may as well just go, okay, well then turn it up. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And that's actually, it's funny because I'm in the middle of a, of a being you of a one day being you class right now. We did the first half yesterday and second half today. And that was a big piece yesterday. It was, it was this thing of like, we, we really were playing with this turn it up thing, you know, and that was kind of like the home play. It was like, turn up all the places that you think you're bad and wrong. And, you know, like, uh, and, and actually like exaggerate it, you know? Um, and there's something about that, that, um, 
kind of everybody was like so happy and relieved from that invitation. Cause if you're, if you're kind of like navigating, you know, all this stuff and all these people and all their judgments and this whole world of lot, you know, like the soup of this reality, it's so it's, it's like to choose beyond it is, is one thing, you know, but then when you're, you're just like, I'm just going to actually be totally entertained by this and have so much fun with it and think it's hilarious and turn it up and exaggerate it. And, you know, like go to town with it. Then it just, it like, it lightened up so much for people in the class. They were like, oh my God, now I could actually choose to be even more judgeable with what I choose because it's just fun now. And, and that like, you can just be, it can just be fun. And that whole thing of, I remember asking Gary Douglas a question one time about being willing to receive a lot more money. And he was like, you're going to have to be willing to be judged for ha- like having your life be way too easy. And I was yeah. like, and that goes along with the fair thing of how much I didn't want to be seen as that. Cause that wouldn't be fair if my life was more ease than, you know, and, and I, I looked at that and rather than acknowledging the choices I've made to have ease in certain areas of my life. You know, I used to, when I was um, younger in high school, I used to get made fun of by like um, my group of friends who were kind of like the skaters and the goth people because I didn't have enough problems. Like my parents were still married. They weren't alcoholics. (laughs) They didn't have these, like I had it pretty quote easy and they used to make fun of me for it. And through that, and and this conversation, I was like realizing that compared to my sister has a different upbringing. I mean, she was adopted by my dad, had a different, went through a divorce, you know, had a different upbringing. And, and rather than just acknowledge, okay, I just chose different things that made my life easier. It wasn't just happenstance. Like I actually chose to have a life of ease. Now, how much easier would I be willing to have it? Cause I realized I'm willing to have just enough but not go too far beyond like, okay if you could work hard enough and choose more you'd be able to have this but to go that next level of really what would be not fair. I realized, wow I actually haven't been willing to choose that yet. Yeah. And it was, and that awareness has gone so far and deep into so many areas. I keep noticing where I do that. Yeah. And wow, it's a, it's a game changer. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> well, there's no end to how far you can go with that, you know, and, and it's amazing to find, you know, along the way, like, as you choose more and more, there's just more like little nooks and crannies where you're like, oh, I'm stopping myself here. Oh, I had no idea, you know, and then you can move through that and, you know, choose beyond that. And, um, and it's interesting because, you know, there's something also about this, like, kind of victim energy. It's like, if you, if you think that other people can't choose what you can choose, and you're trying to be fair, you know, you're basically putting them in this victim position in with your point of view it's like well you're not able to choose something different so even if I am you're not and I want to you know take care of you you know um and the thing about being a victim is that if you if you have the point of view that you're a victim or you can't choose something greater you know because of your circumstances or whatever it's like you have the point of view that something outside of you has put you where you are which also means that something outside of you has to get you out of where you are. You know, you can't actually just 
choose something different. And it's so, that's one conversation that I love so much is when you recognize what you've chosen and like just, and you recognize, okay, cool. The limitations that I have in my life, I've chosen them or the ease that I've have, I've chosen either way, you know, but as soon as you recognize that you are the choosing one to, to choose something different, nothing and nobody has to show up to get you out of it. You can choose something different like that, which is so empowering. Yeah. You know, but uh, there's a lot that people that you can get in the world by being a victim, by being so people use that card and yeah. that's why that awareness is so great when you finally, if you're willing to receive that awareness of, okay, well, I could choose, I could choose to change this rather than I've been able to get certain things, yeah. you know, by being a victim or acting like I'm the, I'm the effect of this. And then there's something so much greater beyond that when you realize, oh, I could, I could choose anything. I mean, I remember when I first was a teacher, I had this boy in my, I think it was my student teaching year and he had an IQ of, of men, being mentally retarded. And if you saw that on paper, he would not be able to function, you know, what you would think, how he showed up in the world. And he was the, the most phenomenal kid that would come to class every day, sit in the front row, ask a zillion questions. Like it would take him longer to do the work than anyone else, but his was the most creative, the most, like he kept choosing past what people told him was possible. It didn't matter. He was like, nope, I'm not going to use that card. I'm not going to, you know, cause he could have had all these exceptions and, and did, but didn't use any of them. And like, he was like, nope, I'm, you know, and I was just so amazed by that because that was a choice on his part every day to keep going and being greater than what other people expected and not using the crutch that he could have in so many different ways. And how many of us have those things that we could claim are, yeah, a circumstance or something that we've been labeled as, or I can't do this because of X, Y, and Z. But if you don't buy that, you're like, wow, what else could I choose? Yeah. <laughs> That's been one of the most fruitful conversations that I've had with myself over the years is, you know, just looking at like when there's something that I'm, that's not showing up that I said that I desired, you know, it's like, okay, so I'm not actually choosing this, you know, <laughs> and let's get real here with myself, you know, and, and, and so, okay, so what's, you know, what's the value of not choosing it? And, and, and it's, it's a super, you have to get really vulnerable with yourself, but if you're willing to, then you can, there's so much that can move where you just go, oh, wow. Like it does serve me to be a victim or it does serve me to believe that, other people's what other people have isn't fair to me or you know like I've had those moments with my kids where I you know I look around and there's all these amazing kids and access consciousness and amazing parents and you know at one point I was a a conscious parents conscious kids facilitator and I was I realized I was like my kids aren't conscious and neither am I like, I I'm not a conscious parent and I don't have conscious kids, you know, and I was just like I, looking around and going, look at all these amazing little beings that use these tools and they grow up with it. And, and it was just like, my kids don't want this stuff. And, you know, I've had those moments of like, well, that's not fair. Like I, I got kids that don't aren't interested in consciousness, you know? And, but when I've looked at that, it's been so, and just gotten vulnerable with me and gone, Hey, like, that's just the point of view. And it's just what, what everybody, like what I've chosen and what they're choosing and like, none of it is relevant, 
you know, and, and, and then it's like so much will free up in my space to just have something different, you know, and that's the beginning yeah. of totally different possibilities. And I've done that same thing too with my kids because you see these other kids that like download classes and listen to calls. And I'm like, um, mine is not just that at all. And it's so funny because it's not, it, they are choosing what they're choosing too. All you can be is empower someone to know that they have choice and learn like, oh, my choice creates this. And it's so easy to judge ourselves too. And that's the funny thing about choices you can't, that's the one thing you can't have. You can't make someone else choose something. Yeah. <laughs> Your kids, especially, but anybody, but that's that thing too. If I were to limit my choices to be fair, I can't make someone choose something. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. kind. And it's also not, it's, it's not how the world works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you get that and you, I mean, the tool interesting point of view is just such a gift for that, you know, um, to, to recognize that if you want somebody to choose something, it's, it's just a point of view that you have, and you have no idea what they're, what they're creating really. You know, I look at that with my kids and like, they are infinite beings and they're creating what they're creating and who the hell am I to have a point of view about that? You know? Yep. And I love when you talk to you about that, turning it up conversation and what a what a relief that was for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause recently I was having a conversation with my older daughter about, about that and realizing that, that age in school, she's 11, mm-hmm. but especially I feel like it gets turned up that, that need to fit in so much and try to alter yourself to avoid the judgments. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation for the first time where something went in, where we talked a bit about what, what you and I were talking about that you can try to change yourself and make yourself smaller or adjust yourself, but the people that judge are going to judge. And she, for the first time too, was like, Oh my goodness, maybe all of this effort to fit in isn't actually required, but it made me realize how much, you know, we have that in our world from the time we're in school where we start to go, turn it down, alter myself, change myself. And the relief that comes from going, wow, if I didn't choose that anymore, the, the world of possibilities that opens up, you know? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. And how amazing that your 11 year old got that. Yeah. And and similar to your children, my 11 year old that has not wanted to use one access tool at all. And so we had this conversation and she was having a hard time with a friend. And I was like, what if tomorrow? And she said, I just don't want to go to school for the rest of the year. It's so hard. And I said, okay, you've got like five weeks to get through. And what if tomorrow you asked, how does it get any better than this? And it's the first time she, she chose to use a tool. And I was like, wow, but she started to see where she could actually create a change with her choice. Not like, you know, it, and she came back and she said, well, I asked that question. They didn't necessarily get better, <laughs> but I said, just keep asking. I don't know. See what shows up. You get to play with it. But it was so interesting to see that light bulb go off of, wait, something different might be possible. That's so cool. Yeah. And, and I imagine you probably haven't been trying to shove it down their, her throat either, you know, because that will backfire (laughs) (laughs) as we both know (laughs) kids and anybody else. Yeah. 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 Wow. What a cool conversation. Thank you so much. This is great. I'm excited. Thank you. And I, yeah, I hope it contributes because I just realized, and maybe, you know, if you're listening, look at 
where in your life have you maybe not been willing to choose more because it wouldn't be fair? Um, I know a lot of people will have, oh, all of a sudden when my money situation gets greater, then my relationship goes to crap or, and I started to look at that too. I'm like, wow, mm. if I'm willing to have a lot of ease here, then, oh, then I'll start gaining weight with my body or cause at least I need to even out the fairness scale somewhere. Totally. <laughs> so maybe look at that. There's all these different ways to look at it, but if you have had that with a certain thing or you'll have great ease in one area and not another, you know, what if you could just, for me, I've just been saying my, to myself, it's not fair. And then laughing, like if that were just funny, <laughs> Like, I love that. It's not fair. And then just having joy from that. It's not fair. Cool. Like, and then seeing what changes, you know, it's a that simple. so cool. <laughs> I love it. It's not fair. <laughs> there is a joy in that, right? And I would yeah. love to so have someone else go like, you know, Richard Branson, what he's created in business is, is that fair? No, yeah. thank God you're choosing it. What an inspiration. So exactly right. The joy of that, like, yeah, not fair. Totally. <laughs> and even if nobody is inspired, you know, yep. cause that it would be easy to even use that as like a reason and justification. Well, I inspire people, but even if nobody is inspired, would you still just giving yourself choice? Yep. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. On that note, <laughs> thank you so much, Heather. Yeah. Thank really. you so much. And if people um, would like more of you, where can they find you? You guys can uh, check out my website, emilyevansrussell.com. Um, and I've got all sorts of different stuff on there, free stuff. I have a Facebook group as well called the Neon Sheep Lounge, which anyone can join. And I do free Facebook lives in there and little like kind of like mini trainings and classes and stuff. So, um, Thank you. And check it out. And I love, you know, to hear people's questions and what's up in people's world. So thanks for having me on here. And Thank I you. hope to see some of you guys over there. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week, month, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not fair. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for the Creation of Living podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and leave me a review. If you would like more, you can find all kinds of resources and upcoming events at heathernichols.com. Until next time, remember my beautiful friends, the world thrives when you do.